0: Hello and welcome to Harding Academy of Memphis' Teaching for Transformation podcast. This is our inaugural episode, uh, so just a little bit about what we're about here. Uh, our deep hope for this podcast is that it would explain and enrich your understanding of teaching for transformation at Harding Academy so that you may support your child's spiritual growth. So here at Harding Academy, we have a teaching framework called Teaching for Transformation Uh one of several member schools in the United States and Canada that uses this framework, and our goal is to help children see the value in what they're learning, what it means to God and in His story, instead of simply, today I learned some math, or today I learned some science. What is the point of all this? How does it make us into better humans, but also into better followers of Christ, and how can we build that in our students? So, I know that's a lot. That's a big, ambitious goal. So, to kind of help you understand both how we do this and what it looks like for your child. Over the next several episodes, we'll be speaking with different Harding Academy uh, teachers and administrators and kind of getting a look at what these practices look like on the ground floor. You know, what do they look like day in, day out for your child? Um, So we're getting started with really the most important concept in teaching for transformation. It's kind of the central thing that links it all together. It's called A deep hope so you just heard our deep hope for this podcast Uh, so clearly it's something that we're important uh, is important to us we talk about deep hopes in classrooms in clubs on sports teams everything around here has a deep hope Uh, so they're really important to us so hopefully by the end of this episode you have a good idea of, of what a deep hope is how your child may be encountering it and then what you can do as a parent at home to partner with us as we all work towards your child's spiritual development so uh joining us today Coming at you live from Miss Page Essery's kindergarten classroom in the little chairs. Uh so <laughs> Big stuff. Obviously, if you've been around Harding at all, you know Miss Page is a legend. I've been doing this for a long time, and she's one of our early adopters. So she's been doing teaching for transformation as long as anybody else on campus. So she's joining us today to tell us a little bit about uh, Deep Hopes and what it looks like in kindergarten. Later on, we'll talk with a high school teacher and get a picture on the other side. But so, uh, Page, do you mind telling us just a little bit in your own words what a Deep Hope is?
1: Uh, A Deep Hope is like the teacher's hope, dream. It's their heart's desire, what they really aspire for their class.
0: Okay, so do you mind sharing your deep hope with us?
1: Um, well, in kindergarten, one of the things that I've, I've thought about kindergarten is that it's, it's such a joyous place. It's so happy. The kids always think about their kindergarten class and, oh, I wish I could go back to kindergarten. It was so much fun. Well, in kindergarten, we, are, we experience joy, and so I wanted to tie joy into my deep hope, and one of the things that I've always found through the years is kids will ask me questions, and I'll just say, well, that's That's because of God. That's the way God did it. That's what God does. And so my deep hope is that we will experience joy as we explore and discover that God is our creator and he is in control of all things in our world. So that's my kindergarten deep hope.
0: Well, and I think that's great. I think uh, as parents, when we think about what our small children do, ask questions is a huge one. So I'm sure you, as you say, you've heard a lot of them. So being able to have a great answer for that. I think one of the main things about a deep hope that, that I've noticed in my classroom we're not talking about one skill, one piece of knowledge. You know, some teachers would say, if you don't learn anything else in my class, you're gonna learn to blank, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh, but that's not what a deep hope is. I mean, it is the one thing that you're hoping they're taking from their class, but it's about more than a, a skill. So when your kids hear that deep hope and they see that on your wall, I'm looking at it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you hope they take away from your class when they leave?
1: I hope that they take away when, when they, think of, when they t- think of science and what we've learned about in science or think about social studies and what we've learned about the world and social studies, that they will they will just view everything with the thought that God created it. God made it. He is in control of it. Um, when we talk about the rain today, it was sunny yesterday and it's raining today. Well, we've been talking about weather and weather patterns and God created that. That's a pattern. God is in control of it. Everything in our world is controlled by God, and I, I, I want them to know that. Mm-hmm.
0: That's beautiful, because I think it's they're going to learn all those things. They're going to learn. They're going to come out of kindergarten knowing weather patterns, knowing the science, the math, all the things that you instruct, mm-hmm. but the big picture, right? Mm-hmm. That, right. That I think can get missed sometimes. Uh, so kind of walk us through, Paige, what does it look like for your kids to encounter your deep hope for the first time? Like, what does mm-hmm. that look like? Mm-hmm. And then how does it become something that they know cuz for one thing for it's one thing for you to say this is my deep hope you know you've written it out you're planning mm-hmm. lessons around it but i mean i know personally your kids know your deep hope yeah. they recite it to me in the hallway so mm-hmm. how do your kids come to know it and feel like it's part of their learning
1: at the beginning of the year I, I write it out on the board and of course they can't read it at the beginning of the year but we I talk about it and we just look at it word for word we talk about like um we will experience joy what does the word experience mean so we talk about that and then joy what is joy and we just take it word by word what does it mean when we explore what does it mean when we discover and so they are unpacking it and they are just really figuring out what the words mean and how how it can apply to them and so i, I teach that the deep hope that way. Then I put motions with our deep hope. Um, When we experience joy, we do our hand like a fountain. We experience joy as we explore. They put their hand over their eyes like they're searching for something. When they discover it's, aha, they put their hands up that God is our creator. We point to God and he is in control of all things in our world. And they they point their hands out toward the world. And so we say our deep hope we understand the words and then we put motions to it and so we do that daily we recite our deep hope and they know exactly um, what it is and then that way when i'm teaching we come across something we can say hey what have we discovered what have we learned Um, before having fun when we learned about engineering and we made a paper airplanes and we were outside throwing them in the wind and they could see how the wind carried it that was such joy we were exploring and discovering we experienced joy in our science lesson and seeing how the wind that God provides for us carried our airplanes.
0: That is great. Um, when you think about how your kids have received this, maybe even owned it a little bit, you know, it kind of, it seems like it becomes a living part of your classroom, mm-hmm. that, that not just you're bringing up, but that the kids are bringing up. And right. They are, they are saying, hey, I mean, I assume they're saying, hey, we're exploring this right and they're they're making those connections for you is there a, a time or a moment that stands out to you uh where you have a student who makes that aha connection you know where they're doing something in your class um and and they start piecing it together because i think that's kind of our goal you know is that we're setting this dream out we want to provide that but like does it happen how do we get
1: there um i, I know for for example this week in our reading lesson our, our story is called the last stop on market street and um part of tft is our through lines there are yeah. things that we look for their values um christian values christian characteristics that we look for in our life and i know this week we were reading the story and this little boy is on a bus with his grandmother and at the end they end up at a soup kitchen serving soup to others and it was great to hear a kid say oh he's being a community builder <laughs> Um, they're servant workers at one point there's a man on the um, bus that's playing a guitar and and someone said he's a beauty creator so they're applying these things just even to a reading story they can see things that tie in to Mm -hmm. the tft that's right Mm -hmm.
0: well and i've seen too uh using those lines which we're going to talk about you know in another one so you'll hear more about those don't don't feel like you missed out um but i've even seen in other classrooms too like it's taking that deep hope seeing how it pulls in those through lines it pulls in this idea of god's story and your role in it your job right Mm -hmm. teaching for transformation or tft it's not a not a passive we're teaching you what to know we're teaching you how to be right how to how to do um what do you hope your kids are going to do with that and
1: i and i love how in any lesson i teach i can i can just they'll spark thoughts in my mind where i can having a time that I can explain to the kids how this shows that God loves them, how God cares for them, um, what all he's done for us. And I love that in in any of my subjects, math, when we're learning about patterns and we can talk about the patterns that we see in the world, things that God created, I love that I can just, I can pull that out just in any subject.
0: Well, and and just kind of the, the comfort, probably, you mentioned that uh, for your kindergartners, right? This, it's scary to go to big school for the first time, right? Right, right. And the idea that they're going to see God as uh, maker and master, right? Mm-hmm. He's in control. There's some safety in that. So you're you're accomplishing all the academic, rigorous things you should be doing as an excellent kindergarten teacher, but you're doing it in such a way that's really rich and deep and and kind of the first step in how we're building these kids. And they're going to get another deep hope from a first-grade teacher right. next year. And then they will understand what a deep hope is from what Ms. Page told them. And by the time they graduate high school, they'll have heard so many deep hopes, they won't know what to do with themselves.
1: And, right, and right now in kindergarten, they have Miss Page's deep hope, but they also have a deep hope with Ms. Claren Art. Mm-hmm. And they know Ms. Byrne's deep hope of performing courageously. Um, and they can tell you with from their various special area teachers what their Deep pubs are.
0: So Deep Pope is kind of this core central idea to Teaching for Transformation. It sets up all of the other practices which we're going to spend time looking at how we do those things, but it starts here. This is the the beating heart of TFT, what sets each classroom on its course for the year. You know, you're kind of setting your sights on what you want to accomplish as a teacher for these children's hearts, not just for right. their grades and their brains. Um, what would you say to parents so we've got you know obviously a lot of parents who are very involved with their children and they want to contribute and you know they are the leader of their child's spiritual development and we're a part of that but how can we partner together so if they're thinking about uh Paige's deep hope what can they do or know or learn that will help them do partner with
1: you mm-hmm. on that? one of the things that they can do from the beginning of the year is talk to their children about what their teachers deep hope is Um, Like right now, my students can recite it, you know, Mm -hmm. they can act it out. They do the motions with it. But, you know, talk to your child, see if they know what their teacher's deep hope is. And then when you're doing homework and you're and you're helping your child with their studies, um, you might could um, see how their teacher's deep hope applies to their subject matter. Um, what they're learning at home Um, when you're when you're in the car with your child driving and you're and you're just looking out the window and you see nature and you see something in the world you could you could relate things that you see um when you're on vacation when you're out you could relate those things to your child's deep hope Mm um tie that all in so that they're constantly aware of of the world and god and um
0: yeah, well, yeah. and asking those questions is key. And you can find your child's teacher's deep hope on their on their weekly newsletter, mm-hmm. on the blogs. Um, they're all over the place. If you walk on campus, if you're visiting, you can find it in your child's classroom on the wall. Like, they are all over this building, um, and we want it that way. But we want you to know what those are. Uh, I know one family that's got uh, teacher's deep hopes on their refrigerator. Okay. Um, and it's a great little conversation point, you know, where they know man, the heart of what my kid is learning in that classroom this year is this. Mm-hmm. And if I want to support them just as you would on any other academic matter, right, this is the thing that I'm keeping kind of at the front of my mind. I heard one person describe that your deep hope is your your 50-year goal for your kids. Right. When they look back on your class 50 years from now, what will they remember and what will they think? It probably won't be... Uh, Coding phonics, <laughs> or how they learn punctuation. Right, they're going to remember that teacher. Was it positive experience? What was that teacher's heart? And so we hope that they remember their deep hope of their right. teacher, and that it was formative, and that it shaped, uh, shaped the, the, the person they became. Um, so as you look at your deep hope, you know you've been doing kindergarten mm-hmm. for a while. You know what you're doing. What has changed for you and for your classroom since you started using a deep hope? What's the benefit?
1: Um, I know it's something that we do on Fridays. Um, We'll look back and review like what have we learned this week and how does it apply to our deep hope? And and on Fridays my kids love to point out things that we've done and how it relates to our deep hope. And I, I think in the past I just taught kids how to read books or we read a story. But being able to take what we've learned in a and just really apply it mm-hmm. um, to our spiritual lives and to seeing how, how we're part of God's story, mm-hmm. you know. And um,
0: No, that's, and I think that's the, that's the beauty of it, and I just love hearing how you, you've got all this experience and wealth of knowledge as a kindergarten teacher, but you're saying that what you're doing here with this deep hope is something different, mm-hmm. and it sounds kind of like it's glue, That's pulling a lot of what you do together, but also giving that glue, that glued up thing purpose and intent. Right. Um, It's like the least favorite question of any teacher is why do we have to know this? Will we ever use this in the real world? And sometimes your answer is kind of like, well, no, you probably won't be factoring unless you're an engineer. Right. You may not need Mm -hmm. to know about how to grow sunflowers unless you want to work in your yard, right? But knowing the why with the deep hope maybe gives that more meaning. Like, I may not care about sunflowers, and I may have a terrible garden at my house, but I can grow to appreciate that God is a creator, this is his world, this beauty shows that, and I can appreciate that knowledge, even if I'm not going to implement it with my own hands in the dirt. Right. Well, Paige, thanks for a second time to talk to us about deep hope. Uh, We're going to go, next episode, we're going to talk to Charlie Gonder, who's one of our high school English teachers, about what Deep Hope looks like there. She's not, uh, unfortunately, as far as I know, reciting her Deep Hope with her students with hand motions, but maybe she should talk (laughs) to Paige about that. Um, But she'll talk to us a little bit about what it looks like in high school, where maybe there's the fear that a Deep Hope is hokey or feels a little corny, uh, which has not been our experience at all. Um, I think my favorite day of the year is the first day of school. It's Deep Hope Day, where every teacher's rolling out their Deep Hope and All these kids are hearing what's at the real heart of of their education. So we'll go there next, and then we're going to talk about some through lines down the road. But uh, thanks for listening, and be sure to check in for next episode so you can hear more about what Teaching for Transformation is, what it's doing at Harding, and how you can partner with us for your child's spiritual growth.